generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Judges 7 from verse 16. How many of you have enjoyed learning from Gideon? All right. Some people are not sure if they've enjoyed learning from Gideon. Anybody enjoy learning from Gideon? All right. That's great. So we're we're just going to round it off today with a charge and then we're going to have our prayer time time of prayer judges p land you have it chapter 7 from verse 16 Then, that's Gideon now, uh, 16. Are we there? All right, let's read together. Then he divided the 300 men. Let's start again. Tino, are you reading the text? Are you? All right, let's go three to one. Then he divided the 300 men into three companies and he put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty peaches and torches inside the peaches. And he said to them, look at me and do likewise. Watch and when I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me, then you also blow the trumpets on every side of the whole camp and say the sword of the Lord and of continue so Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outpost of the camp beginning of the middle watch and as they posted the watch and they blew the trumpets and broke the peaches that were in their hands then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the peaches They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place all around the camp. And the whole army ran and cried out and fled. When the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. And the army fled to Beth Acacia towards Zerarah as far as the border of Abel Mekola by Tabith. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Ashar, and all Manasseh and pursued the Midianites. Father, we thank you because your word is blessed. Our hearts are blessed as we read. Our lives are changed. And as our lives are changed, we change the world for you. In Jesus' name we've prayed. We've spoken a lot about influence. We've spoken a lot about power and influence. The difference between influence and power. We've spoken about the I am factor. You are who God says you are. You are not your circumstance, your skin color, your culture, your creed, your background. You are who God says you are. We have looked at assault and light stop 
playing. Nudge your neighbor, say, stop playing. Stop playing. Uh, in fact, look at your neighbor, say, stop playing with prophecy as well. You know, just before I came up, some of you might have seen uh, Jason come over to me and nudge me. Um, for those who can work for the CIA and FBI who see everything. <laughs> right? And, and what Jason said to me, Sir Peter, I sent you a text. So I read the text that was coming up and she said, he said, Peter's precious just testified that she got a job on one of the dates you mentioned during prophetic declaration on crossover service. I kept the date. So precious did not know. She did not know, but God cannot lie. Someone who kept the date remembered because he's looking, he's a watchman. A watchman is not just like a note writer, a gatherer. It's someone that is watching to see the word of the Lord come to pass. One of the ways in which you don't play with prophecy is that you document it. Because if Isaiah didn't write the prophecy, how shall we say for unto us a child is born? How would we have said concerning the birth of Jesus? Isaiah documented the prophecy even when there was no natural indication that was going to come to pass. I want to prophesy in the service, but I'm hoping that nobody's playing. Are you playing? I'm hoping nobody's playing. In the name of Jesus, the words that have come ahead of you, the words on influence, will not be a contradiction to your life. It's gonna see here. There will not be a contradiction to your life. The Lord Himself is going to raise you to a point of influence where generations are going to draw light from your life. You are indeed a city that is set upon a hill that cannot be hidden. In the name of Jesus. I proclaim that for some of you who have no standing, no good standing, no good standing in your degree, in your pedigree, in your ancestry, in the things from uh, the times past, the Lord will give you a platform. The Lord will position you on a platform. The Lord will position you on a platform. The Lord will position you on a platform. You on a platform. I open up platforms for you. I open up platforms for you media platforms for you marketing platforms for you television platforms for you magazine platforms for you cultural platforms for you economic platforms for you panel discussions for you international festivals recognitions award ceremonies in the name of Jesus let your amen be louder Don't joke with prophecy. I don't, and I see them come to pass. Somebody documented it and knew it when it happened for somebody else. Because you are faithful with the word, I give to you timeless testimonies. Jason, come in the name of Jesus. I proclaim concerning you that the angels connected to the mission and the commission of this house now break open territories for you. In the name of Jesus, that you receive a prophet's reward. That you receive the reward of a watcher and the reward of a watchman. That you will not just watch it happen for others, you will watch it and see it manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus. I want to talk about salt and light change the world, but as a teacher and a prophecy, change the world. So it's talking about influence, spoken about techniques, it's spoken about, by the way, there is something. Can, can you come in? There's something I noticed you last week and then you hear this week. 
the Lord is giving you the capacity. It's going to be like what God is going to do with you. You're going to have the capacity like a man. What people think only men can do. Right? The influence, the capacity, and the doggedness, and the drive. And the Lord said, I've built capacity from the things that you have survived. And the things that you have come out of. And the things that you have bounced out of. Things that should have swallowed you and drowned you and depleted you and weakened you and incapacitated you. The Lord said you didn't just survive to survive. You survived to arrive. You will not be stuck in limbo. The abandoned projects, the broken dreams, the truncated part of your journey. The Lord says I'm picking you up from those broken places. And I'm giving you speed and acceleration. Not only to recover from the things that affected you before, but to enter into things that you never believed you could be, never believed you could have, never could believe you could enter into. In the name of Jesus. I see the Lord healing people around the Bella region. Healing people in the vital organ regions. If there's anybody here or any, any family member who needs that. Receive that in the name of Jesus. The Lord is healing breathing problems. Asthma, breathing problems, lung challenges, pneumonia. The Lord is healing, healing right now. Healing. Madova, Gobra, Kebo, Zaliba. The Lord is healing, healing, healing. Healing, long-standing problems. There is somebody who used to feel you've had a sensation in your body from time to time. It goes and it comes. It's like something is moving in your body. Who's that person? It's like something is moving in your body or your belly. I want to quickly lay hands on that person real quick. Yes, please come very quickly. Zovinga Mashwapara, Sivros Pandovala, Inakwaves Bras, Kelotovila, Entobala. For your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Say with me, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So my, temp, my body is a house of glory. Say from today, nothing moves in my body except the operations of the Spirit of God. Say in the name of Jesus, I command every strange organism, strange elements, strange particle that has been in my body and my bloodstream to be evicted now in the name of Jesus. Begovalosia, be evicted now in the name of Jesus. Be evicted now in the name of Jesus. One of you is going to feel fire right now. Fire. De gobalo sina hatova. Rekumede uvrahasia. Zigabondi zamadia. Shubrataga. Lebede brukapolia tebaza. Eduve sikalaba. Concern the family challenge. We reverse it now. Zobelo biatoba. We reverse. That which took out your ancestors will not take you out. Whatever has affected even your mom, we reverse it right now. In the name of Jesus. Zovinga Dobasia. Bozilaba Sovelatus. There's a condition, is it called vertigo or something, where people feel dizzy and all of that? Who, who has that dizzy spell? That dizzy, yeah. Anything that is happening now, just receive it. Receive it. Don't, don't come hoping it will happen. That's not the way you engage prophecy. Don't come hoping. It's not hope. See, the Bible does not say believe your faith. It says believe the Lord. You'll be a stop. Then believe his prophet. Are you getting that? That's borrowed belief. 
believe God. Don't say, I believe myself that I will. No, this is not about go and meditate on three scriptures. This is a ministration. Yes, Are you hearing? So you receive it because it's a gift. Come. The Bible says a gift gifts to men. I'm a gift to you. In the name of Jesus, I break every pattern, every form, every trace, every operation of dizziness, these spells, vertigo, or whatever name it's called, I exalt and extol the name of Jesus above that condition. And I proclaim you are free now. Not only for a day or a week or a month, but you are free for life in the name of Jesus. Somebody give God praise. I didn't say give me praise, I said give God praise. Let me get straight to the point. So he's talking about all those things and all this and all those things. I want to give us three things to just cap it up. I'm still going to prophesy as we, as we go along. Um, that will help us. Don't forget in our text... Judges chapter 7 from verse 16, Gideon said to them, when you see me do this, do that. In other words, blow the trumpet. Blow the trumpet. Let's pray in the spirit. Zobira minebolo Oh 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 E balatile kuna niate betuzo bolatine neko Zubalibayade Sobatuba Kele Patopole Zamiato Katobaloe Sefuratile Ketulo Polati Abile Zedudanile Kamidobalo Zabira Tuvolo Kila Male Kulebola Sevudadi Zamiato Polo Keshuvati Abatarabale Kabato Oh Kelume Kebula Liotalalo Kelulo Kelulo Bolo Diabila Temune Kesuvolue Kila bola iya to bolo badi emuna na oh 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 
Shabile bule kuloba tlele balala toras. In Jesus' name. Lord, help us. Remain in, the, in that atmosphere, but let me instruct a little bit. So he said to them, Blow the trumpet. And when you blow the trumpet, y'all are going to shout. The, I love the way you guys shouted when we read the text. The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Somebody shout, The sword of the Lord. And shout of Gideon. Now, the lordship of God is seen in Jesus. The lordship of God is seen in Jesus. Right? So when you say the Lord God, what you're talking about is the Father and the Son. The Father sin and the Son, the Son sin and the Father. When you say God, more often than not, you're talking about the Father. When you say Lord, more often than not, you're talking about Jesus. Why? Because by the Lord were all things made. Nothing was made that was made without the Lord. The title deed for all of God's properties are given to the Lord. It's the Lordship of Jesus that gives us access to the riches of God. So when we get married or when we marry you out, you know, we have that certificate, right? And we present the certificate to who do we give it to first? Who do we give it to first? The wife. We actually give it to the wife and say, hey, what this means is everything that your husband has is now what? Yours. This is now your entitlement and there is a physical certificate. Are you following? That proves that Chidima now owns every ingredient of this balanced diet. All the ingredients are yours and yours alone. There's a certificate, certificate, certificate that proves it. Right? That's why the Bible says that God has given Christ what? All power. He says, all power, all authority has been given to who? Me. Now, the Bible makes it clear that no authority or power exists without God. So what God did was that God emptied the entirety of himself and put it in Jesus. So that if you are in Jesus, you have access to all what? Power. All power. Are we following this? Now, how do you blow a trumpet? How do you blow a trumpet? Come, come help me, Dami. Come. Says <laughs> Panara. This is a sax anyway. You have it? How do you blow it? What's your socks? I got it now. Somebody shout all authorities in Christ. All authority in Christ. How do you blow it? Yeah, yeah. Why are you coming closer to me? Now, it looks easy, right? It looks easy, right? Looks easy. How many of you know that if most of us place our mouths on this, then nothing's going to come out? 
Do we know that? You know your belly might be aching you. You don't. <laughs> What's going on here? Um, birth control, embryocure. Em <laughs> okay, embryocure is basically um, at different times when you're making a sound, your lip um, placement on the mouthpiece changes every time. So for each note, the placement on the mouth is different. Uh. But the, the first thing you mentioned is really what I want. What, what was the first thing you mentioned? Breath control. Breath control. So everything I have is in Jesus. In Jesus, the riches, the redemption, all of that in Jesus. How does that translate into my life? How do I make a sound in the spirit? How do I make a call in the spirit? How? Jesus breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. The breath of the Almighty on the inside of me is what empowers me to blow. But the fact that I have the breath does not mean I have the blue. The fact that I have the breath of God does not mean I have control. The fact that I have the breath and the instrument, the trumpet, does not mean, what's that embryo is it? Embryo cure. That does not mean I have the embryo cure, so my embryo might not cure. Look at someone say you have the spirit of God on the inside of you. So if you're going to blow, it will be by the spirits. If you're going to expand, if you're going to reach the world, if you're going to announce the good news, it's going to be by who? By the somebody shout by the spirit. Shout aloud or shout by the spirit. There have been a lot of us who have been trying to use the arm of flesh. We have been puffing our, our, our cheeks. We have been straightening our muscles. We have been tightening our embryo. <laughs> whatever it is we've been doing but nothing is coming out because we're trying to do it by spirit so people can see a lot of activity but they can't hear the sound they can see a lot of effort a lot of activity but they can't hear the sound I come today and I prophesy every ineffective activity in your life I judge it by the spirit everything that makes you strain and stressed but does not yield divine fruit I judge in the name of Jesus three things we must do number one we must preach somebody shall preach see until we go back to preaching the first message the central message and the original message almost every other thing we'll do will become an idolatrous achievement in our lives don't forget, he said, when you blow, what did he tell them to do? Shout what? The sword of the Lord and of? But many of us have been trying to shout the sword of Gideon. Sword of Dami. Sword of Toju. Sword of Covenant, whether it's new or old. Sword of Dami. Sword of Mbonu. Sword of Kosi. Sword of Busayo. Are you hearing? Many of us, we've dropped the sword of the Lord. So the first thing to really influence the world, really, for eternity, is to preach the gospel.
That's the first thing. Nothing has shaped human civilization more than the preaching of the gospel of Christ. Nothing. Education has been shaped more by the preaching of the gospel of Christ than any other thing. Medicine has been shaped more. Charity shaped more. Do you know leadership at the best, leadership at its finest, has its roots in the beliefs of Jesus. Proper management, effective governance is anchored in the wisdom of Jesus. Are we here? Preaching is so powerful when you go to, let's go to Revelation chapter, I believe, 14, verse 6. Revelations, go there very quickly. Let me show you something. It's so powerful that at the end of the age and at the end of the day, yes, Revelation 14, verse 6. There's going to be a sound. The message that every human being needs is not how to be rich. I hope you know that. Some people that don't need you to be rich. It's not how to be healed. Some people have not been sick. Their construct just predisposes them to great health. Again, the message that everybody needs is not get married because some people don't want to get married, right? Oh, come and talk to me. It's not have children because some people don't want to have children. Some people already have more children than they're praying for. Some people, they cannot even touch they have. Come on, somebody. Any small thing, triplets. Any small body where I get now. So the most important message is not the message of your prosperity. It's not the message of your parenting. It's not the message of your leadership. It's not the message of your governance. Those things have their place and their roots in Christ as God ordained. But the most important message is what? The gospel of Christ. Every other gospel that is God ordained is rooted in that. Are we following this now? Look at what it says. Let's read together. Revelation 14 verse 6. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven. What did he have? Having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth. Every nation, every tribe, every tongue, and every the licensed message that God says every tribe, every nation, every person must hear is the gospel of Christ. Are you hearing this? And the enemy will do everything in your world to ensure that you don't preach throughout a whole year. You have not witnessed to even one person. Look at your neighbor and say, how is your evangelism scorecard? Wait for an answer. Are you scoring? Are you balling? Or are you being scored against? Is the go is a go. Preach! What shaped civilization was the preaching of the gospel of Christ? When Jesus said, All paths be given unto me, it says, Go into all the world and preach unto every creature. In other words, the greatest use of power is to preach and make disciples. Oh, I'm not getting no amens now. But when was the last time you stood by yourself in a bus, in the Uber? Say, I don't do buses again. The Lord didn't deliver me. I didn't do buses again. The Uber, the boat. Because how many of you know that preaching the gospel will always require self-mortification? Have you noticed? You have to get over yourself to get the word to them. So one of the ways to mortify the flesh 
is to preach the gospel. You know, Pivik mentioned something in the service meeting earlier today, and it's something I thought, thought about concerning preaching the gospel. One major reason a lot of us don't preach the gospel is because we feel our lifestyles are not good enough. We're not good enough ambassadors. Now, can I ask you a question? If you were good enough to be saved, are you not good enough to testify of the one who saved you? When I say good enough, I don't mean it was your good works. I'm saying that you were in a state where God gave you salvation. Why not talk about it? Please look at your neighbor say, when last did you preach the gospel of salvation? Wait for an answer, wait for an answer, wait for an answer. Wait for an answer, wait for, yeah, 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 wait for an answer. You've been on Instagram every day doing Instagram live. Yet, who have you introduced to the life of God? Oh, can we talk right now? Every time you will tag your company, styled by, shaded by, lifted by. When was the last time you tagged Jesus? Oh, come on, can we talk right now? You've promoted yourself. So what you're doing, you blew the trumpet. Blow, 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 blow. Blow. <laughs> and, said, and all you say, the sword of Dami, the sword of Jibi, uh, the sword of Tinu, the sword of Joshua. Somebody shout the sword of the Lord. How many of you have noticed that as much as you love yourself, your fine face has not saved even one person? Have you noticed? All these face beats are still not beating the devil. Oh, can we talk? Say, so you look chap. You look chap like a sword. When I hug you, I start to bleed. But you've not cut off the works of the devil. If we're going to really have influence and not develop idols in our lives, our influence will have to be rooted in the gospel of Christ. Are you hearing that? Philip met a eunuch. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Philip met a eunuch. Once that eunuch, the eunuch was a major force in Ethiopia, in the kingdom of Ethiopia. And what did Philip do? Philip preached the gospel unto the eunuch. You know what many of us would do today if we met a eunuch? A big person? Number one, would take selfies. Number two, what do we do? Phone number. Number three, tag them on IG. Number four, autograph. Number five, ask for money or favor. And God says their money is inferior to your salvation. Say, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Somebody shout, I have Jesus. Somebody didn't shout it though, you just said it. Somebody you need to shout it. Shout, I have Jesus. Say, I have the one by whom all things were made. Say, I have the Prince of Peace. I have the Prince of my salvation. I have my Kingsman Redeemer. I have the first and the last. I have the one who's been given all things. I have the one who conquered death, who has all the victory, who died, was buried, rose on the third day, 
ascended and is seated at the right side of the Father. I have Jesus. He lives in me and I will blow his trumpets. Somebody shout Jesus. rekindle your excitement about sharing the gospel so you don't get into the selfishness of i will influence the world i will dominate the world i will depress the demons i will date the angels it is me and me alone i am me and me alone are we following this somebody shall preach now some of you you think the preaching has to be like ladies and gentlemen i am sorry to quite inconvenience your eardrums today uh, but even though I inconvenience your eardrums I to be part of the band since you have eardrums I have come with a message of salvation I am not a rat killer seller um, but I can kill the rats with the word of life in this place um, hell is still real I know that nobody talks about it very often but I have been to hell not physically but in a revelation and in that revelation I said hello <laughs> Now, many of us, we, we have... Please come, Ife Takumola. Ife, please celebrate Ife for me. Ife has been, has been driving me um, to, the, to the island for the last eight weeks. So we do James Bond back and forth. Thank you, I really appreciate you. Now, when I want to describe Ife Takumola or preach him, share the good news about him, did I just do it? I don't have to say guys I'm very sorry I don't really know what, how you will take this but I want to describe a certain individual this guy um, uh, he's 6 feet tall I think he's 6 feet 1 you're 6 feet 1? yeah <laughs> I know about this word of knowledge <laughs> 6 feet 1 he wears blue jeans and all of that mm -mm. that's public description Evangelism is public, private experience of the Christ. Because all the people that preached Jesus, they didn't have the Bible to quote. So there must have been something that the woman by the well said without Greek or Hebrew that brought people to Jesus. And I think we've complicated it by thinking about three steps to effective preaching. And seven points for grand evangelism just tell them who jesus is to you what he has done for you and that he loves them and he wants to relate with them too can i get anybody who's going to do that this week if jesus never shows up on your whatsapp story how can you claim it's part of your life story Tell him Jesus is hotter than jollof rice. Serve him hot, hot. Are we getting it? What's your experience? Look at what they said. They said the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. We must preach the gospel. Shout, I must preach the gospel. 
and it has to do with a trumpet. Let's go to uh, John chapter 5. And it's run. Wow. John chapter 5. Believes around verse 21. Moda Gova Lizaba. Lasting influence. Why are we still speaking about Paul today? Are we speaking about him because he was a great lawyer? That means your profession of faith will outlive your profession at work. So that career you are dying to protect, that your legacy, the legacy of a believer is not tied to anything outside of Christ. The destiny of a believer is not tied to anything outside of Christ. Your value, your brand value is rooted in your Christ value. Oh, can I talk right now? So anytime you are devoting more to any other thing apart from Christ, you are cheating yourself. It's an unfair trade. Because the moment you were saved by him, it was by divine determination that your value can never be higher than the one who saved you. But the enemy wants to think, oh, that's salary, salary, salary. Bashima salary. Oh, pay rise and all. See, Paul's pedigree as a Pharisee is not why we're speaking about him. His legal profession is not why we're speaking about him. Why? Every other name will fade. But the name Jesus will not fade. And what Jesus said, he said, watch this. Anybody who does anything for me, the same way my name will not fade, their name will not fade. He says, I will give you a name. I'll give you a secret name. So one of the biggest ways for you to find the real name God gave you is to carry his name on your matter, on your head. Carry his name on your name. Don't hide the name of Jesus. Your name is not that big. Lose your name for his name. Oh, can I talk right? Say my reputation. Who are you? Who are you? You are here for 120 years if God helps you. Maybe 100 years, maybe 80. I don't permit, I forbid anybody in this house to go before 80 years. That amen does, it sounds very uncertain. Me, what am I doing at 65 with the checkout? Where are you going to? Come on, chill here. Say, so I've finished my work. Sit down. Jesus and Peter, they are my Paul. They're my models about that stuff. They had finished, but they still stayed. Do you know, say, so I finished my. That means Paul was on siesta mode, yo. Retirement. Okay? But this is the point. How old is your name? How old is your name? Tell me. 25? 31? 30-something, 40-something. How old is the name of Jesus? What did the angel call it? What was the angel given? Revelation 14 verse 6. Give it to me quickly. What did they call it? Revelation 14 verse 6. Media. It said, I saw another angel flying and was given. The What? The what? The what? How many of you know that in the resurrection you're going to be given a new name? Yes now. According to Kamin. Yes now. You don't know. Do you think you're called Ogo? You can't be called Ogo now. That's the name your earthly parents gave you. But concerning Hebrews and Jesus, it said, it said to him today, he said, for none of the angels did he ever say, this day have I begotten you. That means even Jesus, that you call him Jesus, there is a hidden name. 
You're going to be given a name because God is your father. And at the person we born, Peking. So you're going to be given a name. It's all over the book of Revelations. Another name. And that name, I hope you know the language you speak is not Yoruba. Because these languages were outshoots of a rebellion. He divided their tongues. So there was a tongue all of man was speaking before. Y'all are taking me off my... <laughs> so, how long will the gospel last for? How long? So, why are you quick to share news that will not last for longer than a day? Tweets. A tweet that may lose relevance or truism or factual value in a few hours. You are sharing it. Sharing. Instagram. Sharing. But the gospel... Look at two people. Say, if I catch you not preaching this gospel, I will take it violently. <laughs> Shout, we will preach the gospel. As God arranged and organized that we had set on the calendar since end of last year, we're having Evangelism Sunday this, sorry, Evangelism Saturday. Next Saturday? This Saturday, coming Saturday, 3rd of September. I thought people would be more excited. At least you have time for the practical. This. What time are we meeting? 10 o'clock? What? 10 o'clock. We're meeting live here at 10 o'clock. And on the island. I need to announce the time. Amen. Everybody must preach. I need to go. All right? Did we get that? Now let's go to John. Let me just read that in John. Because I want to show something. If you're going to. See. The word says. What is the prophet of man if he gains the whole world and loses what? His own soul. What does it profit a believer if he influences oil and gas, influences fashion, influences mining, influences cultural indicators of success on the earth, but he does not influence anybody in eternity? I don't have enough theology to back it up, but I believe a part of me thinks, this is not theology, don't quote me, but a part of me thinks that when you get into heaven, you're going to have a reception. And part of people that will be on your entourage will be lives that you touched and you didn't know. A part of me thinks so because First Peter says, therefore you shall receive a grand reception. So there will be different kinds of receptions in heaven. He said, if you do these things, in other words, everybody who saved you, you enter into heaven, go into New Jerusalem at the time of prophetic calendar. But he says, if you do this one, this one, this one, this one, that one, then your reception will be grand, which means, <laughs> as some people, they will stroll into heaven with their suitcase. Wait for 200 years. Hello, Is anybody here? <laughs> Look at him and say, don't be that person, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, some people are so pessimistic in their minds, like, eh, even if you are that pessimist, I'll be that person. So, both of us will eh, welcome ourselves together. Look at this John chapter 5, verse 24. See what it says John 5, verse 24. And it goes, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me, he has what? Everlasting life and shall not come into judgment. But we have passed from. Somebody say, I'm not coming into judgment. Jesus was judged for my sake. I have passed from death to life. Do you believe that? 
Now go to the next verse, verse 25. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is. Somebody say it's coming. Now is. When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will leave. What it means is when I preach the gospel in the now, come. And I speak inspired words. I'm releasing the spirit of God as breath into the instrument of my influence. My trumpet is the instrument for my influence. So when I release the breath of God, blow something. When I release the breath of God, the spirit of God is going to articulate the mind of God into the hearts of those who hear the gospel. It is not the player that gets the goosebumps in your body when you when it plays it is the sound so the power is not in the preacher the power is in the preaching for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for the gospel not the preacher the gospel is the power of god unto salvation are you hearing what i'm saying right now this is the reason the woman at the well, Chidima, she had no confidence, had no Bible school history, she had no personal disciple. All she did was to say, let me tell you somebody who changed my life forever. And we need to get back to good old raw and rugged preaching. It does not mean you have to carry a microphone. You already have one. Your workstation is your preaching platform. Your excellence can be your platform your your customer service can open up the door in somebody's heart but don't wait for them to get saved by observation people get saved by preaching not by observation he never said to the disciples you know what go and stand in the city center and when people see you they will get saved no why is that the case because the spirit of man is a spirit so human expression do not speak the language of spirits the only thing that a spirit will hear is another spirit so he said the words that I speak to you they are spirits and they are life so words have to be spoken for spirits to be resurrected are you hearing what I'm saying right now somebody's got to speak a word somebody's got to hear a word somebody's got to hear what you are saying look at the next verse verse 26 verse 26 see give me give verse 26 very quickly for as the father has life in himself, uh-huh. So he has granted the son to have life in himself. So he has life, thought, and breath. That's suke. And I preach the son. I release the same thought. There's an articulation of intelligence that allows the breath and the pacing and the timing. So God will say, speak to that person now. What do you call that thing? Anchospation. And what? Embrocure. That's the embrocure or the timing. Speak to that person. There's a note you need to hit with them. There's a note. They are ripe. There is a place. Are you hearing? For as the father has life in himself, so he has granted the son life. Look at verse 27. 
and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he's the son of man. Verse 28, see that now. Do not marvel at this. Don't forget verse 24. He said for the time is coming and now is. So there are two resurrections. The first one is the resurrection of our spirits. Our spirits being made alive. That's the now is. Anybody who hears the gospel, your spirit is made alive. But there's another one. He said, do not marvel at this for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear, that's the bodies that are in the graves, will hear his voice. Verse 29. And come forth. When Jesus stood before the grave of Lazarus, Lazarus didn't come out. He had to. He had to. Because spirits don't respond to fine faces. Spirits don't respond to good works. Spirits don't respond to big Bibles. What do they respond to? Words. Somebody shout loud. Somebody shout loud. How does it connect to our text? In our text, I'm just, I'll just give you the point. In our text, Judges chapter 6. So the first thing was that they blew the trumpet. They blew. They blew. Somebody shall blow that trumpet, man. Say, stop hiding Jesus. Don't hide Jesus. Talk about him. Sing about him. Preach about him. If you're too shy to start off speaking, write it. There's just got to be a word. And breath is still involved because when you write it, somebody must be breathing properly to be able to read it. You know when somebody's choking, they can't really read. Breath has to do with consciousness. Are you here? <laughs> now, I wish I had enough time to preach two other things, but I'll just tie both of them together. Number two is pursue. This influence thing, preaching is number one. here to change the world. Number two, you've got to pursue. And you see that Judges 7, 22 to 25. Judges 7, 22 to 25. It says, when the 300 blew the trumpet, as the Lord said, every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. And the army fled to Beth Acacia. And what did they do? Towards Zerera. Give it to us. Yeah. As far as the border of Abel Mehola by Tabath. Keep going, verse 23. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Ashah, and all Manasseh, and... And did what? So the fact that you have preached does not mean you have caught up everything God has for you. The fact that we have said it, you have declared it, you have pre- there's a pursuit to be done. There's a pursuit. Similarly, in preaching, there's a follow-up to be done. In evangelism, there's discipleship to be done. In invitation, how many of you there's follow-up to be done? Listening to a teacher in the course of the week, training. They say 80% of sales are made after the fifth call. 80% of sales are made after the fifth phone call. They say that people need to be exposed to your digital ad about nine times before they take action once. Now, these are even things that people naturally desire or grafted towards. So why do you think preaching to your neighbor once a year will do the trick? Or posting an invite once a week and say, I don't want to disturb them. Disturb them. Look at your neighbor say, disturb. 
It's like saying someone is dead. In 1 Corinthians 15, it says Jesus will descend with the blast of a trumpet, the sound of an archangel, so voice, trumpet, right? So someone is dead laying in the ground. Jesus said, I don't want to disturb him by blowing the trumpet. See, if you think you've heard an alarm loud, you haven't heard alarm blow. When Jesus blows, he's not that. When the archangel blows that trumpet, one trumpet that the whole earth will hear, everybody that is dead in the grave and everybody who's alive, your spirit will connect. It will be very loud. Shout is going to be loud. That's why I shouldn't miss shouting loud. Oh my loud. Pursue. As I close, I want to instruct somebody. That thing God has given to you, it will not just find you attractive. I know there's a generation of people that just want to attract everything. I receive it. I receive it. There are certain things. God, watch this. God told Gideon, you're a mighty man. You're powerful. I've called you. But there was still a pursuit. Shout pursue. Hey, God, if you really give me the job, why do I have to do seven interviews? Pursue. Pursue. If there's this client I've received every time I'm praying this prayer, I see this client. It's my kingpin client in the spirit. That's why I no longer buy pin. Even Ikmini, I don't have. Because even Ikmini, I don't have. He's my kingpin. I receive him. Pursue. Now, how do you govern pursuit? Pursuit has a lot to do with the terrain. Because you don't run after somebody in sand the way you run when it's rock. So your pursuit can be different from mine. So I can be running and it looks like I'm not doing much because I'm running on solid ground. But some of you are in mucky waters. Some of you are in a slippery slopes. Some of you are in sandy beaches. When I say beaches, B-E-A-C-H-E-S, right? Some of you are in all those places and your pursuit requires a different kind of strategy. I proclaim over your life, you will not be running with spiked shoes when you ought to go with bare feet. Every gift to ground mismatch. I recalibrate in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. You will ride upon your high places. We read that last week. You will no longer be envious, manipulated. You will no longer sink or be in despair. You will run upon your high places. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout I pursue. Shout I pursue. Let your belly shout I pursue. I go after lost time. Lost opportunity. Lost clients. Lost followers. Lost sheep. Somebody shout I pursue. How many of you know that even the good shepherd had to go after the lost sheep? So as good as the shepherd was, the sheep didn't say I will come back. Some things don't come back. You have to go after them. Some of you are seeing certain things go in your life and you're managing it. I introduce discomfort into your psyche, into your mind. You will no longer manage it. You are running with speed in the name of Jesus. You reclaim your intimacy. You reclaim your devotion. You reclaim your passion. You reclaim your audacity, your authority, your authenticity. You reclaim the deep things of God in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yeah! the people that you brought to salvation in January go back after them the lost sheep go back after them Biola is good to see you this morning come back home and come back 
fully. Go after them. The seed is still in their belly. The seed is still in their spirit. The seed is still working wonders. Just waiting for your voice. Hey! Somebody shall pursue. Somebody shall pursue. Go after that grant. Don't take the grant for granted. Say it's not for businesses like, like me. Who told you? Try it first. They might actually have been thinking about including your sector in their grant provision. And your application may be the final thing they need to look in that direction. Say it's for women. Apply as a man. And then when they say, why are you applying? Say, oh, gender equality. Gender equality. Are you hearing? You sense something in your spirit, don't sit on it. You're, you're too gifted to sit on it. You're, you're too anointed to sit on it. You're, you're too resourced to sit on it. You're, you're too skilled. You're too experienced. You're too charged up to sit on it. You are too favored to sit on it. You have too much, too much in you to sit on it. Shall pursue. And listen, Gideon, just because an angel came after you does not mean the Midianites will respond to that. Just because I just helped you and I made the cotton wool wet and soggy and the ground dry and the ground wet and soggy and the cotton wool dry the next day does not mean you will always have victory on your terms. The fact that I gave you some witnesses, the fact that you've gotten some big money without working for it does not mean that's the MO. I take delight in seeing you deploy your intelligence to make your own money. I take delight in seeing you walk 12 to 3 a.m. And you have a prayer watch at the beginning. Prayer watch at the... I take delight. I love it when I see you work your gifts and go back with persistence and go back with devotion and keep your mouth shut on what you're working until it's strong enough to be able to survive the virility or the acidity of the environment. I take delight in your restraint. I wish I had enough time, but uh, the final point is pursue, watch this now, or rather persist. So number two, persist. Number three now, sorry pursue right number two and number three persist somebody shout yay now don't forget the people that scatter when they shout the people scattered how many of you know that a scattered enemy is not always a defeated enemy because they can regroup some of you you have scattered the camp of the wicked but you need to keep enforcing the victory So the scattering is just the foretaste. So those things are no longer gathering against you, but they are still coming in bits and pieces. You have to establish the victory. It says, behold, I saw therefore like men from heaven. I have given you authority. So the fact that they are fallen does not mean just leave them there. He said, the authority I gave you is not to post about how they fell. It's to do what? Trample license to trample and you know in pursuit how many of you know when you are pursuing an enemy some of them will fall on themselves I pray for somebody as you run you will step on them as you run you will match on them every issue every cycle every struggle every problem you will defeat the enemy 
You have defeated the enemy. You walk in victory. Shout hallelujah. They pursued until they got to Zeba and Zalmunna, who were the princes. And what you do in victory, you didn't just want to deal with the foot soldiers, you want to deal with the principalities. I wish I had time. By the way, next series after five Sundays is Star Wars. That series is dreamy. But I will wait. Judges 8. <laughs> wait, 8. Am I not preaching too late? <laughs> Judges 8. Come on, give me more of that laughter. I love it. That's it. Come on, release, release it. Light is who you are. Laugh is what you do. But when you laugh, you shine. Okay, can you, can you give, me, give me a laugh? Yes. John, Judges 8. Judges 8. Verse 1. Now the men of Ephraim, Ephraim <laughs> said to him, Why have you done this to us by not calling us when you went to fight with the Midianites? And the reprimanded them, Listen, there are people that are waiting for you to pursue them. They're like, How come you launched your book and you didn't tell me? Some of them are saying just out of formality, but there are some who will never partner with you until you ask. So the people of Ephraim, ah, why don't you call us? Mm, didn't you hear me blow the trumpet? And that's where some of us are. Didn't you see me post it? If they're that important to you, maybe beyond the post, maybe you send a message to. Maybe. Maybe. Because some people, they need the second touch to be sure that it's not general invitation. So some of you, I, I mean, it happens to me on social media. I even did a poll last night. Some of you followed me on Instagram story and getting some interesting feedback. Sometimes I ask people, why have you never come to King? Say, because you've never invited me. I'm telling you. I'd be like, ah, all these clips and all that. Say, Pastor, but you invite me. So some people, that's what it takes. So what do you do? Invite them. Some people, they need Uber. Paid. <laughs> do it. You are the one pursuing. Mike Murdoch says, pursuit is the proof of desire. And somebody paid the price for you on the cross, but somebody also paid a price for you off the cross. An evangelist came to preach in your church. Since camp meeting, you don't know what it cost that young preacher. Your church didn't give him honorarium. He ended up in a tamitarium. Somebody paid the price. Everything you heard. The gospel is free, but the components of amplifying it are not. Is this microphone free? Damn is your kidney free. If I hear anybody calling Diamond to play for free. <laughs> he can give you the gift for free. But there is sax maintenance allowance. Sax replacement. <laughs> sax oil. <laughs> now look at verse 2. So he said to them, what have I done in comparison with you? Is not the gleaning of the grapes of Ephraim better than the vintage of Abiezer? God has delivered into the hands of the prince of Midian, Oreb and Zeb. And what have I... Now, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. We're about to, we're about to close. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. When Gideon came to the Jordan, which was the crucible, the Rubicon, the gateway to victory, he and the 300 men who were with him I'm crossing over from listening to messages to being a message. If bro see why I was here, he would say it's a message. Some of you, you have more than enough messages 
to change the world but will you cross over the Jordan where are my Jordan River crossers where are my Jordan River crossers where are my water walkers where are those who are saying enough of gathering notes and gathering dust it's time to be the note I've taken notes from my pastor I've taken notes of my pastor now it's time for the world to take note of me and take notes from me I release the activation to do and not just to hear to do Somebody shall cross over. Somebody haul a crossover. Say a crossover from docility to dominion. I cross over from weakness to strength. I cross over from being shy to being fly. I cross over from being introverted to being God overted. I can be introvert when I need to. I can be extrovert when I need to because I have God on the inside of me. So I cross over from being a hearer of the word to being a doer. But Minister Uche, see what I love as I was studying. He said 300 men who were with him, they cross over. I'm not going to leave anybody behind. I'm taking all my men with me. You all are moving over. If you're with me, you're coming over. If you're with me, you're going over. I don't want to be that leader who's so far from everybody else. Hey, there's nobody like me. No, 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 no. I want to be able to look and say, here goes Minister Solomon. Here goes Pastor Vicky, here goes Minister Uche, here goes Pilan. Of course, PLT is here, 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 and here. Are you hearing? I want to be able to see layers of replicated success, ripples of impact, undying waves of influence manifesting and moving all around. I feel the power of God. Somebody shout, cross over. I cross over with everybody in my life. All the leaders must cross over. All the service team members must cross over. You cross over in discipline. You cross over in dominion. You cross over in delight. You cross over. And here is a buzzy. Buzzy, see what the word says. Shout it. This blessed my life. Exhausted. Give me my text. Give me my text exhausted but still I get tired sometimes but I'm still in pursuit I'll still preach I'll still sing I'll still lead I'll still counsel I'll still hope I'll still expect exhausted but still in pursuit Exhausted, but still in pursuit. Everything is acting crazy, but I'm still in pursuit. People are backbiting, still in pursuit. People are forfeiting. Ah, Yahweh, forsaken me, still in pursuit. That letter has not come, still in pursuit. Family acting crazy, still in pursuit. Don't know where the next salary will come from, still. 
ceiling posture. This baby is getting too heavy for me. But the ceiling posture, been waiting for a child. It hasn't come. But I'm still in posture. My master life students are behaving like slave life. But I'm still in posture. I lost some money. Still in posture. I lost part of my mind. And people didn't know because I was just smiling. But I'm still in posture. I've spent more money this year than any other two, three years in my life. But I'm still. Still in posture. Somebody shout, I'm still in pursuit. I receive strength. Somebody receive strength. Receive strength in your spirit, man. Receive strength in your heart. Receive strength in your mind. Receive strength in your heart. Receive strength in the name of Jesus. We are running and we are not tired. We are running and we are not weary. Because the Bible says that those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and they shall not be weary. They shall walk and they shall not faint. Somebody receive strength. We are soaring. We are soaring. We are soaring. In the name of Jesus. The devil is not going to bring us to our knees. The situation is not going to bring us to our knees. Trials will not bring us to our knees. We saw in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I saw in the name of Jesus. I saw in the name of Jesus. Whether the winds are boisterous or not, I saw. Whether the winds are boisterous or not, I saw. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, our Father and our God, we thank you for victory. We thank you for victory. When we look to our left, we see victory. When we look to our right, we see victory. The Bible says that we spread to the left and we spread to the right. In the area of your strength, victory. In the area of weakness, victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Because when you said it is finished, it was really finished. There's no leftover. But we cross over, Lord, into the finished work. That which you have already done. We are not deceived by the devil. We see the trials, we see the storms. But we see Jesus clearer. We see you clearer. And we cross over. Thank you, Father, for such an amazing series. Thank you, Father, for your word that has come. Thank you for the spirit of that word that enables us to do the word and receive the manifestations of the word. We give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Can someone celebrate God in Jesus' mighty name? Hallelujah. Can we also celebrate Pastor Dami? Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.